With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hi, Joel. Doing well. I'm coming at you as usual from uh, New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York. And I know that I say this every week, but it's fucking so hot here right now. So like we're in the middle of a to... crazy heat wave. You don't have air conditioning. Right. Correct. But you got to get one of those little window air conditioning units. I'm an air conditioning denier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like that's a flat earther. I'm the flat earther equivalent of an air conditioning person. Well, no, there are reasons to not have an air conditioner. Like they're right. waste electricity. They're not good for the environment. The little window ones are a pain in the ass. We had one in Chicago. I don't know. I feel like they're always about to fall out and crush some poor schmuck on the street. Right. Yeah, Maybe. imagine that's the end of your story. You're like, live the whole full and you're like life full of excellence. And then all of a sudden, you're just walking down the street and boom, air conditioner. Nine million workers. Joel loses at Blood Bowl and like kicks his air conditioner <laughs> out the window. He's <laughs> getting so angry, he just karate chops that shit right out of the 16th story. Nine <laughs> trying to walk dog. You know, one of them has gotten smashed to death by an air conditioner falling out of a window. Like, the New York Daily News has to have read a story about that sometime in the past 50 years, right? Yeah. Yeah, an epidemic. Mm-hmm. And they have some kind of really cheesy pun of a headline. Man, chilled out by falling air conditioning. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, this is Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but this is going to be a hybrid BC block. So we're going to start on a certain topic. We can go for it for a while. It's not sports related at all. And then maybe talk about some other things that are happening in the news right now. So, uh, Sam, you watched Marvel's Avengers Endgame for the first time in your life, right? Right, yeah. I watched it last night for the first time. And I I realized that I'm probably like the last person to see that movie. Right. So, there are going to be spoilers here. Right, for Avengers. But everyone's probably seen that movie already, so it's fine. Um but I hadn't seen it because I was very resentful that Disney made a what whatever 15-year story arc culminating in this one movie. Right. And they launched their own proprietary streaming platform to coincide with the release of this movie. So that if you didn't see it in the theaters, the only way you could watch it was if you subscribe, subscribe to their service. Right. Which I refuse to do because I feel like that was shady. But luckily, a benevolent friend right. shared their Disney Plus login with me. Uh, and so I finally got to watch it. <clears throat> and uh, of the two of us, I'm not saying that Joel is a Marvel Cinematic Universe super fan. But between the two of us, he's probably more of a Marvel Universe super fan than I am. Right, because you like read the comic books as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I was a big, well, when I was a kid in the 90s, I was a big Spider-Man fan. Right. And secondary X-Men fan. I had Spider-Man comics and then some X-Men comics and a few Avengers comics. But they were not, the Avengers were not cool when I was a kid. Right. They're the kind of like the propaganda wing. 
Exactly. They were very much so the propaganda wing. One issue I had with the Avengers when I was a kid was that you actually didn't know who was in the Avengers. Like, it was always changing and shifting and everything like that. Right. Kind of like the movie. But the movies are better at, here are your core four Avengers. Right. And the other people are kind of eh, associated with them. Well, I'll tell you what. I always hated Captain America as a kid. Because even as a kid, I was like, oh, this is stupid propaganda. Right. And this guy is just like so like white toast boring. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, why are you wearing a shield? You know, like if you're wearing a shield, you should wear a sword. That's all I'm saying. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, I think like a shield is not a weapon, you know? Well, he definitely uses it as a weapon. He right. throws it. Like I, a boom. I never bought it. I was like, oh, this guy's like, oh, I get to choose my signature weapon. It's going to be a shield. Like, give me a break, you know? Right. right. Um, so anyway, but I, but I really, you know, not, I, mean, I don't know that I necessarily changed my tune on Captain America, but the original, the, the first Captain America movie in this Marvel Universe, I really liked. Because yeah, I realized that I just really enjoy watching somebody beat up Nazis for two hours yeah. straight, you know? Like, that's like a surefire, like, get Sam to like a movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was trying to think after you asked me about this, I'm pretty sure I have not seen all the movies. And I'm pretty right. sure there are movies I have seen that I have zero memory of. So yeah. there were like three standalone Iron Man movies. Right. I know I've seen Iron Man 1, and I could tell you maybe one or two things about it. Yep. I think I've seen Iron Man 2, and I have That's no... That's the one idea. starring, what's his name? Who's the bad guy? Oh, Ben Kingsley? No, that's Iron Man 3. Oh, okay, so I have seen Iron Man 3. But I was getting Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 2 confused. Iron Man 2 is the guy who was the wrestler. Um, God, what's his name? The movie, The Wrestler. Yeah, Not, okay. yeah, um, I know. He'll come to me. He's had all that plastic surgery. Yeah, he was like a heartthrob in the eighties, maybe. Right. <clears throat> What's his character in the movie? Do you know? Yeah. Well, here's okay. Here's the thing about all of these Marvel movies is they're all um like all of the bad guys are a direct result of the good guys being like all of the bad guys basically were created by Iron Man, Tony Stark. Yeah. That's real life. With the exception of the alien bad guys. Right. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Right. All of the bad guys in like all of the movies are basically disgruntled Tony Stark employees. I feel like. Yeah. Tony Stark is actually the bad guy of the whole universe. Right. Because he creates all the bad guys. He creates all the bad guys. Yeah. Definitely. That's one of the but big anyway. problems with Avengers right. 2. Good. I watched Endgame, and I have so okay. many questions, Joel. Okay, I can answer. I'll try to answer them. I don't okay. think I'll be able to. Most of them have to do with Captain Marvel. Did you see that movie? I have not seen Captain Marvel. Okay, I watched it because I started watching Endgame like a week ago, and in the first scene, like Captain Marvel shows up, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold, hold on a second, <laughs> who the fuck is this?" Yeah, <laughs> and so like, and I watched Captain Marvel, and it was actually much more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Like, I liked it. So um, she is fighting in like a war between two different alien races in Captain Marvel, right? Right. So, spoiler alert. Yes. Basically, her story is she's a human who blows, gets blown up in a, like, wait, what's a tesseract? Tesseract is one of the five infinity stones that grant you, like, infinite power. I don't know. Tesseract controls space, I want to say, but I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. But anyway, she blows up a tesseract uh-huh. and absorbs its power. 
Oh. But she also gets amnesia. Okay. And then the bad guys who she, like, she's a regular human fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. And one of her buddies, who's like a scientist on her base, is a secret alien who's yeah. creating a something using the Tesseract. And he's a bad guy alien, right? No, this lady is a good alien. Okay, because they're like shapeshifters and shit like that. Right. Yeah. But, so she's, in the beginning of the movie, she's a member of, I think, it, I want to say it's the Cree. Is that yeah, a that's a thing. And it's got, uh, what's his name? Watson. Right. Um, the, what's his name? The Young Pope? I'm sure. Jude Law? Jude Law, right. Uh, yeah. Is her, like, mentor. But he actually kidnapped her because he was trying to kill this other alien, secret alien on Earth. She blows up this, like, hyperdrive that's powered by the Tesseract, absorbs its power, and then he, like, implants a chip in her brain that, like, subdues her power and also gives her amnesia, and then convinces her that she's an alien Kree. Right. Kree versus the scroll. Right. So she spends the whole movie trying to kill the scroll, but then it turns out they're the good guys. And the Kree are the bad guys. And the Kree, yeah. But anyway, at the end of the movie, she becomes like an all-powerful, super... Like, she's the most powerful of all of the characters right. in Marvel. Like, and she's like... She is the Superman. Right. She's Superman. Right. 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 She's like... Super... Right. And she, like, just does all this shit. And then, so, like, she... That's the 90s. And then she's gone. Right. And... Thanos destroys the universe, but she's like 10 Thanoses. And what? The, the story in Endgame is that she spent all that time being space police. Yeah. And, you know, presumably killing black aliens for no reason. Um, Wait, so she and the Kree are the bad guys in that, right? Right. So I feel like she's off fighting in the war between the scroll and the creek. Well, I think that in the movie, she says she's just been protecting planets that don't have their own superheroes. Right, right. Um, but it just seems to me that if you're the space police, you're like an all-powerful super being. Right. And then you have this guy, Thanos, who's flying around the galaxy killing half of everybody that he runs into. Right. You might do something about that. Or you might have at least heard about him before right. he destroys like <clears throat> it's a huge plot hole. So yes. I, I think you're completely right. Um and I what? guess that, you know, none of the in all of the movies would happen if she just like blew up Thanos and right. in <laughs> right. so I guess that's probably the reason. But it just seems like, you know, a huge omission that they're just, like, hoping that we just take the leap with them. They never, like, give it any sort of explanation. What if what if she thought, I mean, I'm just bullshitting. What if she thought, oh, the Avengers are already on Earth. They'll be able to handle it if he comes after Earth. And then I'll deal with these other problems. But that doesn't make sense because you'd still think she'd be working on... She could still be working on fighting against Thanos, even if she's not on Earth. Right, but it's not like he went to Earth first. Right, right. Like, he'd done a whole career of killing half of everybody. Right. Like, he's not new when he gets to Earth. I think you're right. That's a very good point. So that's number one, Captain Marvel. Like, why didn't she just figure this out long ago? Right. Like, we could have saved so many billions of dollars on movie production. Yeah. Um, And then B, she's had the same hairdo from the 90s until 2018. And then she gets like a weird haircut once she meets the Avengers. Right. What's up with that? I don't know. To show that time has passed. Right. But it's like she went 40 years without a haircut. And then, like, I mean, I guess she was due. I guess, you know. But Get a haircut whenever you want to get a haircut. I mean, get a haircut whenever you want. Like, you want to feel like changing it up. Far be it from me to judge. But it just, you know. No, 
That is a plot point to show that time has passed. Right. Um, let's see. What else? Um, my favorite character is still that New Zealand rock alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who's like Thor's buddy. Who's yeah. like getting cyber bullied by that teenager. Yeah. So, so he's back. <laughs> uh, that guy is voiced by Taiga Waititi. I think that's his name, right? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Who was, well, you know my favorite Marvel movie is Thor Ragnarok. Right. Like, that's the one I make you watch every time I'm over at your house. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's can't, a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that probably can't... the best movie in the, I think. Probably I, the best one. Uh, he, he directed Thor Ragnarok, and he is the voice of that character. Oh. Which, the character is not named Rock. Korg. His name is Korg. Right. Yeah. I'm so glad he doesn't die. I kept thinking that he was going to die at least at some point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just like that he's enabling Thor to just <laughs> totally self-destruct. Along with the other little alien. Yeah. The little alien squid dude on the couch. Yeah. Just, just hanging out in Scandinavia, drinking beer. <laughs> just gaming, yeah. So he's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked the, the like devolution of Thor too. I like, really liked when they're like, "Tell us about the Power Stone, Thor," and he just like goes on this long ramble about how he used to date Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Thor is great. So, uh. no, I mean they're fun movies. Here's here's my. It's not even a plot. Here's the thing I think about because, you know, my favorite thing to do when I'm drunk at two in the morning and by myself is to watch like the final battle from Avengers Endgame, right? Uh huh. Okay, so you know this scene. They're fighting, and Scarlet Witch. You know who I'm talking about. Yep. She shows up and she like grabs Thanos in the force field and starts kicking his ass, right? Right. Yeah. And she says, "You took everything from me because he killed her boyfriend, Vision." Vision, right? Right. And he says, "I don't even know you." Right. That's something that I think I think about all the time. The Thanos that they fight and kill, and the climax of that movie. And ostensibly, the climax of the entire series, uh-huh. that dude has no idea who they are. Right. Okay, but that's another problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the real Thanos dies at the, the, you know, the Thanos from their universe, their timeline, they kill in the first scene. Right. Thanos. Thanos. Right, Farmathanos. Yeah, which which is a spinoff I would like to see. I I think that's a thing. I'm gonna Google yeah. that. People people have talked about that too. And it's and it's like a, not even an action thing. It's like a comedy, you know. Like maybe he like adopts some alien children and they like give him a hard time. You know what I mean? Right. Um. But. Okay, but here's that other problem. It's like, he was like, he didn't know any of them because he hadn't met them yet. Right. He just followed them through the time channel, right? Right. But, but he, okay, oh God, so many problems. But then he was like, I, none of this is personal except for this is personal. And it's like, well, it's not personal. You don't know any of these motherfuckers. Right, that you know right. I mean? makes sense because, yeah. He's like, I'm going to enjoy wiping your planet out. No, you're not, because you're not the guy who fought the last movie. Right. You you have no idea who the Thanos from Infinity War was. He's right. some totally different Thanos from a different timeline. Right. Um, okay, and then let's talk about the, like, all the female characters all of a sudden end up together. Yeah. Because that happened in Infinity War. 
And I was like, okay, that's like a little over the top it's, Disney. It's, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the first time it was over the top, but it was like, okay. I mean, it was fine, you know? Right. But then they just did it again. Yeah. It's like, get a new idea, man. Like yeah. if you want to like show some sort of like weird bullshit feminist solidarity, which is like, make it so it's not quite so transparently like bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it is so like what? <laughs> like Yeah. And it's literally every like female lead and not even lead supporting character from every movie. They have yeah. the weird insect girl from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. They've got she black can't even fight, really. <laughs> yeah, what does she do? She doesn't do anything. Yeah, she like makes people sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not I mean She's fine, but she's not, like, a badass or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that scene is very, very silly. It's just, like, too over the top. Right. Um, that. So, anyway, I guess, I guess I don't get it. Um, I thought that there was, like, a funny... Thing. You know, there's like a thing on the internet, like I think that Steve Carell actually started it about how Paul Rudd doesn't age. Like everybody yeah. else, it was like Paul Rudd Maybe it was Will Ferrell was like, have you, know, you all seen, got older except for Paul Rudd who does? Have you seen fucking um, Clueless? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd does not age. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I think that it was funny that they, like, made a kind of tongue-in-cheek nod to that because he comes out of the quantum realm and everyone has been five years older and it's only been five hours for him, you know what I mean? I never got that. I think that was... <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. Um, uh, what I, oh, here's another thing. And this, yeah. like, goes for the Disney Star Wars movies, too. So, okay. Like, everybody in Disney is asexual. Pretty much. Oh, and yeah. It, like, it kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... You know, like, I feel like Black Widow and, like, every male character kind of have a thing. But, like, nobody has a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's kind of the pseudo-girlfriend of the Hulk and Hawkeye and yeah. Captain America. Except yeah. for, like, they're, they're not, you know? Huh. That's a really good point. Um, Part of that... Well, huh. It's not... Like, okay. Like Iron Man and Gwyneth Paltrow are, like, married, but they never actually, like, touch each other. It's like... Like really weird, strict asexual guidelines in all of these Disney yeah. movies. I mean, I think I, you can go lots of directions with that. I think one problem is that in order to get a PG thirteen rating, you can literally show like planet level genocide, but you can't like show anything more sexual than a kiss. There's no kissing. Does it? Does Scarlet Witch and Vision? Yeah, no, Scarlet Witch and Vision kiss. Maybe, but like, he's not a huge like. Right. They're not, you know, he's not a real. He's a robot. Right. Or like, uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord, and Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. They were right. supposed to be boyfriend girlfriend. You never see them. They don't oh. even touch. Right. Yeah. Um, in Endgame, Tony Stark has kids. Right. But we don't see them fucking. Right. Yeah. Or even touching. Or even, like, close to each other. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's part of ratings and how messed up Hollywood ratings are. I no, also I think it's like, a, I think it's a Disney policy thing. Oh, you do? Yeah. That'd be interesting. I'm like, like Disney is like weird, like celibacy affiliations. Like Disney was going to buy Twitter and like didn't buy Twitter because it was like too profane. Huh. 
That's interesting. They have like really intense, like uh, not ethical, but um, what's the word? I don't know. Morals? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's like not, it's not like. Not good, not good, but like just behavior standards. Really weird, like religious guidelines. Yeah, that's interesting. On sexuality specifically. Pirates of the Caribbean, was that, yeah. Did anybody kiss in Pirates of the Caribbean? Not really. really. And also, it's like the same kind of like ambiguous, like, uh, what's your name is like kind of together with people, but also kind of not, you know? Yeah. I mean, that also gets back to just like sexism in comic books in general. Right. In for the vast majority, it's like, your superhero group is the five dudes and then the one sexy babe. Right. Right? That's how it just worked. Yeah. That's how it was created, you know, because it was all written and done by guys. Yeah. I think right. that... But, and also, like, guys who generally were not very good with girls. I right. Think. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> the guys and, who are creating the comic books are not the guys in the comic books. Right. You and know you what I mean? Like, <laughs> 12-year-old boys anyway. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, like, the residue of that that has only changed relatively relatively recently. You know, it's changed a little bit. Uh, But, yeah, that's a really interesting point. In the X-Men movies, is there any sexuality? There's, you know, the the love triangle between Cyclops and Wolverine and uh, the Phoenix, or what's Jean Grey. Right. But, like, she's technically with Cyclops, but, like, I don't know. It's all, it's like, uh, you know, Twilight? Mm. I've heard of it, yes. You know, the whole, like, romantic thing with those? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The vampire, the werewolf, and, and they... And the human, and le- but, like, nobody can actually touch each other because... Right. So what? it's like this very chaste, uh, and that's the way it is in, in Marvel too. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's chaste. Like all this super like, chaste love. You still know? impregnate her psychically or something, don't they? What's that? Twilight gets weird. She gets like psychically impregnated by the vampire. Does she? Yeah. I haven't read it. It's it gets weird. I don't. I mean. I think if we want to get people mad at us, we should start talking about how fucked up Twilight is. Cause yeah. Twilight's fucked up. But I haven't read it, and you haven't read it, so we shouldn't talk about it. Right. It's fucking weird. We could speculate. We can We can do whatever the hell we want to. It's our podcast. Yeah, this is our podcast. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's my take on Endgame. I liked Infinity War better. We're just going to say it. Yeah, I think Infinity War is better. And I'm, I'm torn on that because I don't like watching the good guys lose, right? Right. But Infinity War, I think, is just a straight-up better movie. It makes more sense. And I watched it, like, a month ago, probably. And one thing I had forgotten about it... So one thing that I really, really like about the Marvel movies is you've got Hulk, Captain America... Thor, and Iron Man, right? Right. And all of them, except kind of Hulk, have their own movies, their own standalone movies. Right. And each of those movies are a very different genre, right? So, like, Captain America is, like, killing Nazis, and then even when he's in the present, it's, like, spy movies, right? Right. It's, It's Civil War, and it's Winter Soldier, and it's, like, Almost looks like the like it looks like you're watching the Bourne Identity. Oh, you know what? I haven't seen Civil War. I give it a B. It's okay. I haven't seen the Dark Side of the Moon or whatever that Thor movie is. That's terrible. You don't need to see it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when Civil War, like people really liked it. I. It's like kind of a lame excuse to make Iron Man and Captain America fight each other. Right. And they're trying to, like, on the surface, they're actually, they're trying to have this debate about 
what right does the government have to so you know do surveillance on terrorists if right. they're actually terrorists? So it's really frustrating that on the surface they're having like a serious political debate, but spoilers, they solve it when they realize it was all a misunderstanding and we don't like they don't actually address the issue of does the government have the right to do surveillance on citizens? Right. Right? Which is kind of like a cop-out. Totally. Yeah. Uh, did you see Winter Soldier? I think so. That's... I really liked Winter Soldier. I didn't think I was going to because I really hate the character of Bucky. Um, but... Uh, yeah, maybe I, I haven't because I actually don't like that guy at all. Right, he so just he never says anything. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, no, he sucks. He just like has like kind of like, and he's just he's, got, like got emo hairdo and just kind of stands there, and like. Well, and what are the maybe great, Steve Rogers is gay for him? Like we're not sure. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. because you're like Steve. Do you like this guy? He's a douchebag, and he keeps getting you in terrible trouble. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, okay, he's got, like, his metal arm, but I, he's just a guy with a gun, right? There's something about the two echelons of superheroes where you have, like, Thor, literally a god, and Bucky Dent, guy with a machine gun. Right. Well, isn't he also, in like, immortal? No. No, he, he has a... I don't think so. I think he's just... Got a metal arm. But isn't he from the 40s or the 20s or whatever? Yeah, he's from the 40s. Did he get frozen? Oh, he got frozen. I thought he got... Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. I thought he just... I thought he was just a... Kingdom. Or, like... I mean, Hawkeye is the classic example, right? Like, you're just a dude with a bunch of bows and arrows, man. Right. What For you, some reason, he has a bow and arrow. Although I yeah. do like him in Endgame. I liked his, like, his whole family dies, and then he yeah. just starts killing people all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, that, yeah he, gets, he gets it hard. That's true. Um, my, my last critique I really had, I, we, we can go on for a long time, because I got opinions. Uh, I don't like that they didn't use Hulk, like, at all. Like, as the Hulk. As the Hulk. Right. Yeah. I, I wanted him, because, like, at the beginning of Infinity War, Thanos kicks his ass. And then he's got the whole subplot of the Hulk part of him is too afraid to, like, come out and fight. To lose, yeah. To lose, right. So then it's like, which I was like, okay with that. Then it's like, Bruce Banner's got to be, you know, the hero in the Hulk suit, right? Right. And then... You flash forward, and it's, like, funny he's figured out a way to be, like, half Hulk, right? right? He's still never, he's, like, the scientist guy the whole time. Yeah. He never gets to, like, kick, like, it's always fun when Hulk just starts kicking people's ass. Yeah, that's and the best part. Yeah, he never gets to do that. Yeah, I, I liked the Hulk and the Ant-Man like when those people who came up and like wanted to take a picture with the Hulk and he's like, oh, hey, I'm Ant-Man. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like, yeah, take a picture with him. He wants to take a picture. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that movie Zodiac? No. Dying Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo? Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, I guess it's mis. Did you tell me Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio? Yeah. So that movie is now starring Hulk, Iron Man, and Mysterio team up to solve the Zodiac crime in 1972 San Francisco. That'd be a good movie. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I'd watch. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Um, just like a period piece that stars the Hulk for some reason. Yeah. Uh. How do you? You're a big Spider-Man guy. How do yeah. you like? Uh, what's his name as Spider-Man? I haven't watched any of his standalone movies, and I don't really have a reason why. I like him in the 
in the Avengers movies, right? I, right. I think he does a good job. It's hard for me because he's like the kid, right? Yeah. But in the comic books, when I was reading the comic books, Spider-Man was like the old man. Like, he was like the guy who'd been superheroing longer than anybody else. And he wasn't on anybody's team. He, he was his own guy. He would help the Avengers, and he would help the X-Men when he had to. But, like, he did his own thing. And everybody just kind of, like, respected him because he'd been the superhero longer than anybody else. So it's kind of weird that they flipped that in the movie. Well, isn't he a high school student now? In the 60s, okay. Like, he starts off in high school, and that's why they have to keep resetting him because he's supposed to always be in high school. But when I was reading the X-Men comics... He was a grad student teaching classes at Columbia University. Right. And he was about to have a daughter, and that's when they had to retcon his entire life, basically, because they couldn't figure out a way to make people want to watch. Like, because basically, logically, he would retire. Right. Like, he basically, like, was living in Manhattan in the 90s, with his strangely hot supermodel girlfriend. And they're like in their and late 20s. The Mary Jane. Mary Jane, right. The other thing that was good about Spider Man is that the cops were always trying to catch him. The cops were. Yeah. Right. Like he was the NYPD. Because they're the NYPD. Right. And that's the other thing. He definitely lives in New York. And he very rarely in the comic books was like having to travel to the planet Xenu to fight God, you know, aliens. Right. And he was like <clears throat> fighting Dr. Octopus or like fighting some bums. Right. In Queen. Like he was busting up like illegal trucking industries in Queens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay, here's another thing that I think reason that I liked Infinity War better than Endgame. You ready? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of my favorite characters, like the entire Guardians of the Galaxy right. and uh, Black Panther right. and n not necessarily Spider-Man, but like all of those guys died. Yeah. And weren't in Endgame at all. And it right. was kind of like, the superheroes that I find kind of annoying, like Captain America. Um, right. The core, core, the core Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and uh -huh. Hulk, but he never gets to be, be the Hulk. Right. I like Thor and I like Ant-Man too. Do you, did you watch the standalone Ant-Man movie? I didn't watch the standalone. Was it good? <laughs> There's funny. two of them and they're, the, especially the first one's very good. They're very different. It's like a, you know, it's like a Paul Rudd comedy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like not really, a, it's like, you know, it's Paul Rudd is a superhero accidentally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to say about Infinity War that I got, I got off track on was, okay, so you've got, let's say the Iron Man is like classic superhero movie. The Captain America movies are like gritty, like crime movies. Crime war movies. Crime war movies, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like Saving Private Ryan style. Well, yeah, but also like kind of espionage, like Cold War. It's like a real Cold War vibe, I feel like. Yeah. Like and, clandestine, like intelligence agencies and like sleeper agents and. Definitely. Yeah. And then you've got Thor being, like, in fantasy world, slash the Guardians of the Galaxy being, like, space disco. Right, I feel like that's a, that was a whole different genre. Not sci-fi, per se, Joel. Right. But, right. Uh, it's like, no rules. Yeah. Uh, kind of, like, absurdist, almost. Right. Was, yeah. I, again... Guardians of the Galaxy number one is one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, and two is okay. I think two is okay. Uh, 
Yeah. What I, I like, really, oh, that's the thing I really liked in Endgame was because I watched, I was like cleaning and I just put Guardians of the Galaxy on the other day <laughs> while I was cleaning to kind of have in the background. And there's that opening scene where um, Andy from Parks and Recreation is like listening to his headphones and like dancing through that abandoned uh, right. world to go right. steal the orb, you know? Yeah. And then, but in Endgame, like, they're also there to steal the orb, and they're just watching him. And, like, it's the opening credits, so the music's really loud, and he's, like, dancing around and, like, kicking aliens and kind of acting like a weirdo. But they're just watching him, and there's no sound, and he's just, like, dancing around. And, (laughs) and, And War Machine's like, oh. So he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and what's her name's like, yes. Yeah. Because it just looks ridiculous because you can't Debbie hear the music. Yeah. yeah. Right. I forgot about that scene. That scene is really good. Where do they go? Anyway, my, my one point I wanted to say about Infinity War is I really liked how they would literally go like shot to shot. So there's a scene where the bad guys attack Vision and Wanda and yep. they're in Scotland and they get saved by like Captain America and his crew. You know what yep. I'm talking about? And that looks like your Cold War spy movie. Right. Right? It like you're like it's like dark and gritty and kind of realistic, even though they all have superpowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you've got that scene and then it like goes into outer space and you're with Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's like wacky, like bright lights and everything like that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought they did a good job of that. I could not remember. I was trying to think about this earlier today. Where they go to all the places in time to get the stones? Because there are five stones, right? Yeah. Thor gets one from his mom, right? Well, they get it from Natalie Portman. They get it from that, but she's in Asgard, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the part, that's when I realized I hadn't seen that movie. Thor 1, I like. That's Thor 2 when that happens, I think. Mm. That movie doesn't make sense. He just, like, fights a bunch of dark elves. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, that was part of his hilarious rundown. He's like, well, you see, there are all these dark elves. (laughs) Natalie Portman and then I just have to tell you that she and I were seeing each other at the time and and everyone's like what the fuck (laughs) because he's shit faced they go to New York to get two stones right they get one three three. okay they get one from Loki right and that's when Captain America has to fight himself right there's two there I think and then Hulk gets one from the old lady Hulk has to go right. convince the old lady, and that's the time stone. Yeah. So that's... The, uh, the Tesseract and the... Wait. I, there's three in New York, I think. There's three in New York. Yeah. You guys... All right, this, we should stop, because everybody listening to it is trying to tell us the plot, and we can't remember the plot to this damn movie. <laughs> yeah, because there's two... They get two, like... Captain America gets his, but Iron Man and Ant-Man don't get theirs, remember? Yeah, because Loki, like, gets away. Right, because they they do get it, but then the Hulk busts out of the stairwell and knocks. (laughs) (laughs) And is that why Iron Man has to go back to the 60s to meet his dad? Yeah, exactly. Okay. He has to go further back in time to get that stuff. Right. And they have to get more of the... Oh, and that's another thing. It's the, like time it's the whole thing, it's like we only have enough PIM particles yeah. for, one, for one trip there and one trip back. Yeah. But then they use one person's amount of PIM particles to transport Thanos' entire armada. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just supposed to be for the blue lady. Who I like as a character. Yes. I don't feel like the actor does a very good job with it. But I feel like... I always thought, maybe I just give it too much credit. I thought she somehow like opened the gate really big and let everybody in. But now that you mention it, how did she do that? 
she shouldn't have been able to. Yeah, to let like the whole because there's only enough of the those particles to bring one person there and back. Yeah, it's a huge plot hole. That's a pretty big plot. Yeah. Huh. Well, yep. What do you think they're going to do next? Well, I don't know. There's probably going to be a Captain America slash Nighthawk. What's that guy's name? Falconator? Falcon, yeah. Right? Because he's the new Captain America. Captain America. Um, Is there a new Iron Man? There's not. There's not, but that's the question. If Robert Downey Jr. is like, I'm done, I'm done being Iron Man. Well, he died. I kind of feel like. But if he wanted to do another Iron Man, they would give him money to do another Iron Man. Right. Um, And you can always bring, like, like, the number one comic book movie rule is that you can always figure out a way to bring somebody back from the dead. Right. They're soap operas in that sense. The uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, was that good? Well, the, the whole thing is like, who's going to be the next Iron Man? Oh, because after, it's after Iron Man said? Right, it's after Endgame. Okay, I should watch that. I'm using Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. No, Far From Home, that's what it's called. Okay, yeah. Anyway, it's not great. It's okay. Jake Gyllenhaal actually doesn't do a bad job. Mysterio, I should watch it because Mysterio is one of the goofiest of many of Spider-Man's super goofy villains that he fights. Right. Yeah, it's it's good. They, I feel like they build the character around the actor in that it's like, this guy's a big fucking phony. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Which is like, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal does, yeah. a, good, does a good phony. You know what I mean? I mean, Spider-Man's villains are second really only to Batman's villains, and, like, that guy is really fucking goofy. Right. The Riddler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man's got Mysterio, Green Goblin, and they're all mad scientists. They, They both have the commonality that all of their enemies are, like, mad scientists gone bad. Right, but at least they didn't, like, create them. Right. That's like Iron Man's, all of his villains are like, Iron Man's a fucking asshole and like drove everyone insane with his shittiness. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I think there's a very strong argument that the the problem with the Marvel movies is that Iron Man is a rich guy who thinks he can do whatever he wants and then he creates all these fucking problems for everybody else. Right. He's the Donald Trump. Oh, no, I guess he's smart, though. He's the Elon Musk. He's the Elon Musk, yeah. yeah. Elon, or the Jeff Bezos. Yeah. More of the Jeff. Like, Elon Musk is not that. Like, Elon Musk thinks he's Iron Man. But really, he's just Mysterio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is the Batman, because Jeff Bezos is like a straight-up sociopath. Yeah, exactly. Bill Gates is lizard man. Uh, well, no, he's like a psychotic break away from being the hobgoblin or the green goblin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, Thanos. Yeah. Because isn't he a big environment like? Save the environment, yeah. Save the environment, yeah. I was really just trying to save the environment, you yeah. guys. Yeah. That's a funny thing. In the comic books, Thanos is trying to wipe out half of humanity, or half of life in the universe to impress his girlfriend. In the, in the movie, in the comic in books. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's all motive. He's got, like, a goddess girlfriend who won't, like, give him the time of day. So he's decided to show her, like, what real power is he's going to collect the infinity stones and wipe out all of the universe. 
he's just like a thirsty bro who's trying exactly. to get laid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it was before Tinder, I guess. Right. It was like 1990 or something like that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I like there. I know that there's like, I mean, I never read the comic books, so I don't know. But I know that there's like a million Avengers that haven't even been introduced yet. So they're yeah. probably coming, right? Yeah. And if they follow canon, Ant-Man goes crazy and Modu's the Wasp. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what those fucked up plot lines they ever did. Aren't they, they like are together though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, in like a weird asexual Disney way. Yes, in a weird asexual Disney way. Even in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're not, they're together in a weird asexual Disney way. No, it's like they're gonna get together at the end and then she gets disappeared by Thanos. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast about that one. Basically, there's the bad guy is, oh, this is another, like, the hero creates the villain thing. Right. This guy's, like, doing these experiments because the scientist, uh, what's his name, from Ant-Man, the disgraced this guy. The Michael Douglas? Yeah. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah, Michael Douglas, back in the day, discredited this other quantum physicist and then he starts doing these experiments and his like daughter gets caught in between the quantum realm and the regular realm she's ghost that's her deal so anyway they're trying to like bring her back they go into the like they send ant-man into the quantum realm to find her but then they all disappear. And so he's stuck there. Two observations. One thing. The second hardest Wikipedia pages to read are Wikipedia pages about comic books. Because they go forever and ever and ever. And they explain things exactly like you're trying to explain things about. And then this character gets quantum into the quantum space. And they're there, except they add more things like, and she's there from episode 17 to 21. And then she comes back as a different character. And you're like, what? Right. The hardest Wikipedia pages to read are WWE professional wrestling Wikipedia pages. Oh, yeah. I tried to read those, and they make no goddamn sense. And they are very, very, very long. That's the other thing. You go to a professional wrestler's Wikipedia page, it's like 30 pages long. And it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Comic book pages are like that. Hmm. Second observation. How do you feel, if at all, about the difference between superheroes who get their power through magic versus get their power through questionable science versus uh, are aliens versus are just like a dude in a suit. Because I feel those are all four very different classes of superheroes. Well, and then there's the X-Men, who are just mutations. And the X-Men are mutations, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I feel like supervillains are more likely to be scientific accidents. Right. Right? Like, there's Spider-Man. He's a good guy. Right. Um, Still, pretty much. Captain America, but that wasn't an accident. Yeah, that was government testing. Right. Um, I don't know, right? Because, like, it's it's weird because it's like Batman is kind of the best superhero. Right. But and I would say that every other, like, D-bag in a suit is, like, kind of second tier. Well, one thing I liked... Among, you know, the, the, the Batman trilogy, right? The Dark Knight trilogy. Uh -huh. Was like, the Christopher Nolan was purposefully like, 
There's no supernatural powers, right? There's no... Right. There's only dudes and crazy people in suits. Right. That's all we got. And I really like that. Like, it's still a superhero movie, but it, in theory, could be the real world. Right. Like, these are just dudes in suits. Right. And it's not... And that's, you know, on the flip side of the Avengers, is like, it's in not a real world. Like, right. Gotham City's not, not a real place. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, whereas, well, Wakanda's not real, but... The but Mar- New York is, like, yeah, where most of it Yeah, the Marvel is very much, like... Now we're in Brooklyn. Now right. we're in the Lower East Side. Yeah. Doctor Strange lives on Bleecker Street. Yeah. I like, right. It's funny. I, I also like that Captain America called, kept calling Spider-Man Queens. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's Brooklyn. Because, yeah. Captain, Captain America is Brooklyn. Captain America grew up with Bernie Sanders in Brooklyn. He loved right. that. <laughs> Right, it was, it was Steve Rogers and Bucky and Bernie. They were all stickball ball together. Yeah, and they all kept trying to date Barbara Streisand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I would go with probably space aliens. Yeah. Right? Or I don't know. I could see that. Space aliens are cool. Yeah, space aliens are cool. And also, it's like, you know, well, no, that's not true. Actually, I guess I don't like Superman. Yeah, I think you can like space aliens, but not like Superman. But I think that it's like supernatural, I like more than Uh, natural. Right. Like, Iron Iron Man's a guy in a suit. Falcon is a guy in a suit. Uh, right. Hawkeye is a guy with a bow and arrow. With, like, blowing up arrows. Yeah, right? They're, like, super trained. Okay, well, Iron Man, questionable. Iron Man is just a rich guy in a suit. Right. Falcon, <laughs> you're like, well, they're, like, specially trained secret forces. Okay, fine. Well, like, Iron Man's, like, hook was... He couldn't live without the suit. Right. Because right. his heart got damaged. But I think that in the comic books, he had really bad skin cancer. I don't know. I think. Huh. And he had to create the suit to, like, treat his cancer. Huh. Uh, I'd buy but that. But I could be wrong. I don't know. War Machine guy in a suit. War Machine guy in a suit. Uh, Spider-Man is, is a kid. is a kid who got bit by a spider, and now he has, he can jump and punch people. Yeah. yeah. I really like the Hulk. I really like the Hulk, too. I yeah. was thinking about that. I would love there to be... he's not really a superhero. He's no. just, like, a crazy person. Well, we were talking about, you know, okay... Captain America lives in, like, a spy movie, and Thor lives in, like, a fantasy movie. If they did a Hulk movie, and they did one, like, years ago, if they did another one, it'd have to be, like, a horror movie. Right. Like, Bruce Bannon on the run, trying not to turn into the Hulk, because if he does, he's gonna, like, murder everybody he loves. Right. Get killed by the government. Well, that was kind of what the uh, <clears throat> Ang Lee right. was like. Yeah, but it was so weird. Yeah, it I was... actually liked that movie. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. Like, it was really weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it should, like, I wish they could do an R-rated movie. Like, right. what, what if you could do an R-rated Hulk that's, like, scary as fuck? That's, like, you don't know when this fucking monster is right. going to... Jordan Peele presents The Incredible Hulk. Damn, yeah. I would love that. That would be so cool. <laughs> That's exactly what we need. Um, what did you think of Deadpool? I never saw it. Uh, I think I started it a couple of times and I passed out probably twice. <laughs> 
Oh. I can tell you that Deadpool is super popular. Deadpool was played by Ryan Reynolds, who's also like Green Lantern. Right. And also and Deadpool can talk to the audience. Well, he's also plays Deadpool in a, in an X Men movie. Right. That's in right. The, in the Wolverine movie. That's right. I, don't, I mean, he's interesting. I've read the comics. Like, they're weird. The movie, the first one, is really funny. Yeah. But it's R-rated. That's why I was... Oh, oh they, see yeah. It. yeah. They're going more with, like, a Quentin Tarantino vibe. Right, but that's not... Uh, Marvel. It's not... It's, uh, not, it's, it's not... Disney. Disney, yeah. He would fight Spider-Man a lot in the comic books, and right. it would be funny. They would be... It, because... Spider-Man's whole thing in the comic books was he was, like, the funny guy. And then, like, he'd run into Deadpool and they'd fight each other, you know, because Deadpool's kind of a bit... Whatever. Like, Deadpool would be trying to murder somebody and Spider-Man would be trying to stop him. Right. And would be telling jokes. And then Deadpool would tell jokes to you, the reader of the comic book. And it would, like, confuse Spider-Man. <laughs> That's cool. I, yeah. He, uh, what was I going to say? Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Um, in the movies, you know, Colossus? Yeah. The X-Man? Russian dude. The Russian guy. He's yeah. like, who was one of, like, I mean, I never really read comic books, but I always really liked him. Uh-huh. Um, he was in the cartoon. Did you watch the cartoon? Yeah, I think that's why I liked him. Yeah. But anyway, the uh, he it's like Deadpool keeps like going crazy and just killing a ton of people, uh-huh. and then like Colossus shows up and is like, "You can't do that! Like you can't kill people. You have to join the X Men and like live by a code." You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he's like, <clears throat> and you know, Deadpool's like superpowers that he just he's like. Uh, got the Wolverine gene. He's got the Wolverine thing? Yeah. Um, and so, but uh, Colossus keeps showing up and like stopping him, kind of. Because he's just like a big guy? Because he's, yeah, he's like, you know, a yeah. seri- like a serious superhero. You know right. Know I mean? right. But kind of stupid. But like also very like uh, moral, you know? Uh, so he's yeah. like trying to teach Deadpool lessons and Deadpool's like not you know not gonna learn them but he keeps trying it's pretty funny oh I, I need to watch that movie yeah definitely I mean I mean it's it's fucking crazy if somebody in the universe has their superpower is the knowledge of a comic book character what's that like it's crazy if someone in the universe their superpower is that they know that their universe is a comic book. Oh, that yeah. And that's Deadpool. And that's Deadpool. Yeah. Right. Well, but the thing is, is that, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that he knows it. He just could be completely insane. Well, he's completely insane. <laughs> like, you could keep talking to, like, the people on the other side of the panel. Like, you don't know you're not in the comic book, you know? <laughs> like, on the off chance, you could just, like, make commentary on what's going on to someone who might be reading, you know? Uh, uh, I think I know people who do that. <laughs> All right, we got to stop. It's one hour and four minutes. Jesus. This has been good. Anyway, it's a baseball podcast. Anyway, it's a baseball podcast. Do we know what the Blue Jays are playing? When? They played already. No, where? Do they have a home stadium? Oh, yeah. Uh, They are going to play in Buffalo, but they have to uh, build, like, the clubhouse is too small for people to appropriately socially distance, so they have to make some infrastructure changes to the stadium. Uh, so their first opening homestand is going to be split between 
I think Washington and Philadelphia. Interesting. But it's just going to be one homestand that they're going to miss. Interesting. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to watching those games. Yes. That's going to be really interesting. Right. It's going to be like standard definition cameras, you know what I mean? And like really terrible camera angles. Well, like the low stands, like there's going to be no stadiums. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's not a, like there's going to be no stands and like a chain link fence for the outfield <laughs> fence. <laughs> <laughs> like in a little league game or like yeah. a baseball game. Be like, like stray dogs wandering through the field. That's all, that's all we know about Buffalo anyway. Yeah. Random Buffalo Bills fans. like <laughs> Yeah. Charging the field. Like streaking. Yeah. Uh, I was watching the White Sox Indians a little bit today. A, a girl had climbed up. On top of, I don't know if it was a building next to uh, the Indians field or like literally part of the stadium, and had her binoculars out and was watching the baseball game. Nice. It was, yeah, yeah. Nobody stopped him. So I'm assuming she wasn't on like their property. I was reading that the people who have those stadiums on top of buildings around Wrigley Field are like cleaning up right now. I was going to ask about that because that's been a big like legal fight for years. I think that the, I feel like I can't, I mean, actually, I don't know if they're cleaning up, but I think that like there was a thing where, I don't know, it was a thing. Because Wrigley's been trying to either block them or like legally prevent them from doing that for years. And I don't, I haven't been following it in a while though. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. I hope you enjoyed our, what, explanation of the Marvel Universe? <laughs> or like one-hour bitch fest about <laughs> plot holes and end game. I'm sure you all spend a great hour with us. Um, once again, if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also check us out on Spotify and or SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Check out our Facebook page, Dump on the Ump. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, it's clearly West Virginia country roads, but this is not what I expected. I just keep playing this song and I don't know what it is. like a breeze, country roads. The Pogues? I don't think so. Sounds like the Pogues. Yeah, it's something from is this the same song? <laughs> yes. Oh, that was all just a really yeah, long and weird preamble? We play. <laughs> like four play-ins later, we get to the meat of the song. Country. <laughs>